0: today on CityCast Denver. I wanna tell you about one of my favorite places in the city, the Cherry Cricket. It feels like it's always been there at 2nd Avenue in Clayton. I remember having a great time there as a kid, and today I'll even brave Cherry Creek North's awful parking for a chance to sit in one of their big comfy booths with my son. The Cherry Cricket is a lot different now, though. It's huge, for one. They've taken over almost a whole city block, And during the pandemic, they built a massive patio out of their parking lot. And it's not one of those picnic table and direct sun kind of patios. It's legit. They also opened a whole new location in Ballpark, and they've got a whole nother one on the way soon in Littleton. But somehow, even as the neighborhood around it has become a bougie shopping paradise, it's still the divey, lovable old Cherry Cricket. And in a city where iconic, historic institutions are constantly falling apart or fading away or being demolished, the 76-year-old Cherry Cricket poses the ultimate Denver question. How do you get bigger without sacrificing what makes you good? My producer Paul and I stopped by recently to find out. Today is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Paul and I met outside the original Cherry Cricket in Cherry Creek North, about an hour before they opened for lunch service, and a host led us through one of the many dining rooms to a cozy corner booth, where we plunked down next to Heidi Zieprecht.
1: You're going to have to do a lot of magic on this voice, buddy.
0: Oh, (laughs) he does so much magic. Can
1: I be like Vader?
0: (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) She's a 15-year veteran of the Cricket, the general manager of the original location, and the textbook definition of charming. So... Heidi, you've worked here for a long time at the Cherry Cricket, right?
1: Yes, I came with the building. You came with the building. (laughs) I've been here for 15 years. What is your story? How did you get here? I was actually working at the Pepsi Center at the time that the GM came in uh, to watch an avalanche game. And she said, I need a bartender. I said, i am be there. I was here the next morning. It's 9 (laughs) a.m. Ready to go. (laughs) And you've Um, been here ever since? I've been here ever since. Why? Um, It's just a really great place. You know, it's in a nice neighborhood. We have an awesome product at a fair price. Everybody likes to come here. It's comfortable. You get all walks of life.
0: I feel that that's a little rare for the neighborhood that we're in. We're in Cherry Creek. And I grew up in Denver. I grew up not far from here. I worked at the mall as a teenager. I just... This is like its own island unto itself.
1: Right, well, and the mall used to be the city dump in this whole area used to be where they they said the gypsies and undesirables used to hang out, which I like. Um, (laughs) I fit in with the riffraff. They, so they started, um, yeah, and at one point, Mary Zimmerman had a farm and she would feed the worker guys out of the farm. And then they built a building and started the bar and that was how the Cherry Cricket started. I don't know how else to explain it. It's, it's just always, it's been here for so long. I think a lot of people have grown up here. I mean, I definitely remember bartending
0: for people on their first date that are coming in now with their seven or eight-year-olds. So even sort of as things change around it, you're still drawing the same folks that came here. And new generations. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what do you think that magic fairy dust is? I don't
1: know. If we could bottle that up and sell it, I'm sure that's the answer. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> we don't really change. <laughs> Is that the secret? I mean, you know, it's part of the charm, right. so they say, of our lovely decor. We had a chance to redesign it after the fire, and people were like, don't change a thing, you know. We did change the bathrooms. We didn't think people would mind. Those needed some updating.
0: <laughs> so it's really about staying... I don't know. It's interesting because staying the same is is part of it, but sometimes folks say, well, that's not how you attract new customers right. you or adapt you know. or die.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. But, but I think we've rolled with the times on some things. Like we now have a veggie burger. I mean, the original owner, Eli, used to have the, I think her license plate said no tofu. <laughs> Um, they were very much, you know, like we joke, she'd be rolling her in her grave to know we were serving a gluten free bun now, but, um, you know, so we have made some of those things um, happen, but I think it's just, like I said, you come in here and you have a familiar face, you have a great service at a fair price and and, and it's a good product, you know, you know, and it's funny cause when we st- when, uh, when I started here, we were up to the three rooms. Um, so we had the main room and then the pool room, which no longer has the pool table in it, but we still call it the pool room. And then we took over the tea room, and we called this that because it didn't have the liquor license yet. So all we could serve in here was iced tea. <laughs> and then we had, uh, then we built Norm's room when we took over a fast frame, and then we added the patio. And then when COVID hit, we took over the parking lot. So now this baby holds 496 seats. And I keep joking: if they add any more, they got to build me a third kitchen because it can't keep up. There's only so much room on the grill, you know.
0: <laughs> I didn't, couldn't. I would not have anticipated that's how many people you can serve.
1: Yeah, it, my servers. We we log a lot of steps. I mean, I think I do about ten miles a day, <laughs> to and from the bar.
0: You guys have so many booths, which is what I love about a restaurant. I know ninety percent of the time I come in, I could sit in a booth. The servers are always fantastic the food is consistently delicious. I have a kid now. It's a place I know I can bring my kid and it's not a big deal because, you know, kids are not every restaurant's thing, but it's like you seek everybody here. Yes. It's just so interesting to me because the neighborhood is just changing around you all the time. The physical, the built environment is changing and the Cherry Cricket manages to just Stay.
1: Well, and that's funny because those are the reviews I see from people that are clearly from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what is this? Like, it's kind of dumpy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, the whole neighborhood's really nice. And then there's this one spot.
0: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pine Melon, the farmer's market delivered. Best part is Pine Melon offers same day delivery to Denver and soon Boulder within a 2 hour window, no subscription necessary. Save time in your busy schedule and get fresh and healthy groceries delivered right to your door. Join the movement and support local today. Use promo code citycastdenver for $75 off your first delivery at pinemelon.com. That's pinemelon.com. The cricket would be nothing without the food. It's terrific. Especially the burgers, which you can order with any number of toppings from classics like sautéed onions and mushrooms to more exciting stuff like jalapeno bacon jam and even peanut butter. And you don't have to take my word for this. There's an annual event here in Denver called the Denver Burger Battle, where people pay a lot of money to sample the best burgers from around the city. And each of the past two years, the people have chosen not the newest, hottest burger spot. They've picked a burger from the cricket. I guess we could talk about the food,
1: right? We can absolutely talk about the food, yes. So the cricket is most famous for our burgers. Uh, We did just win Denver Burger Battle again. The first one won in 2017. Um, We didn't win 18, and then we won 19. They didn't have it in 20. We won 21 and 22.
0: What's the secret?
1: So you have to have a balanced burger. You need a little bit of crunch you need, like, a kiss of heat going on in the background. And then you need, like, a wow factor. And usually that's a pretty good winning combination. And also I think... And I get make a, it with love. You have to make them with love.
0: I was going to say... A lot of love. Because <laughs> I think that that's not the reason necessarily people... Well, actually, I don't know. People come in here because they have so many options to put on their burger, right? Yes. And I think that's what's really fun is they're almost unique as the individual
1: that orders it. Because you can build it how, you know i mean it's really fun and i don't know if this is a story for your crowd or not but um 420 right we yeah. jump 420 you get some really craziness in here <laughs> and it's hilarious it takes forever to take people's orders right because they're like oh what do you like <laughs> oh i remember i was at this one place it's <laughs> like great because you're watching four their tables i know you're like that, right? Um, yeah.
0: I- but entire section here we
1: have one guy literally order all toppings on the side like all 30 i think at the time there was 32 of them and just thought it was hilarious right <laughs> like just so and i think that's what's fun though is anybody can build it however they want and that's what
0: makes it unique to their experience i can't imagine being the server that has to send that order off to the kitchen <laughs> and then go back and pick it up and be like I'm so sorry. Right.
1: Well, and Easter's usually slow here. And we learned that year that was the year that 420 was on Easter. <laughs> Easter's slow, but 420 is not. <laughs> we just, we've had some really fun things. I mean, when after the fire, we lost three of the fish. Um, so we had a fish funeral for them, which was really great. Oh. And we had bagpipes and stuff. So that was fun. The avalanche just came in with the Stanley Cup. That was really cool.
0: Oh, they did?
1: Yeah. That I mean, cool. it makes
0: sense, right? This is a place that folks come to watch hockey.
1: Yeah, they called the next day, and it was Arts Fest, and we usually don't do reservations. And it's like, Amanda Scog's like, yeah, 25 people. I was like, uh, yeah. Okay, but <laughs> you can have whatever you want. Well, I didn't know the cup was coming, too. And then they <laughs> drove it in on this really cool police <laughs> RV. Or like, RV. It was really fun. We had them just drive into the tent, and everybody went crazy.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. With great success comes great big crowds. But unfortunately, there isn't any more empty farmland in Cherry Creek North to just build another dining room or kitchen. So in 2018, the owners made a big decision. They took the Cherry Cricket name and put it on a restaurant far from Cherry Creek. What was once a giant warehouse at 2220 Blake Street is now a brand new Cricket. It's fresh and clean, and even though it doesn't have any of that lived-in charm of the original, it's still somehow the Cherry Cricket.
1: So we were owned by Winkoop, and then Breck, Breckenridge and Winkoop got married. And then Breckenridge was bought out by InBev, um, Breckenridge Brewery, but they didn't take that location in which we owned. So then it was like, okay, what should we do with it? And this is when we, the start of, we're gonna take cherry crickets into multiple locations. So that was the second baby. And we like to joke that it looks like our dressed up cousin went out on the town, right? Like that's <laughs> like what we would look like if we got dressed up. And went um, to Lodo. And went to Lodo, yeah. <laughs> then we had uh, Mile High Stadium. We went into there. We have a location that went into the food court. Oh. And then they called us, the, it was a big hit. So then they called us for club levels. So now we have three going in there, which is great. And now we have our fourth store
0: opening in Littleton. You have mentioned it a couple times, but could you briefly talk about the fire, what happened?
1: Absolutely. I was here that day. Um, it was the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving uh, 2016, and it was a packed house, completely full. The hoods caught on fire. They couldn't get it out. It was actually in this room, uh, so we had to evacuate the building. And people were like, "No, we'll pay." We're like, "No, just go. <laughs> just get out." Like, like, you know, we don't want you hurt. We can, we can replace things, not you. Um we had people calling the next day even trying to pay their tabs, which uh, well, the next day was Thanksgiving, so the day after. And it was really crazy when we walked through here. It was like um because the lights blew out, the electricity blew out, everything was out. There was tons of water everywhere from that. And then everybody's food was still sitting here with their cups. and when, oh. like It was literally just, it was like the Titanic. It's just very strange. Wow. Um, so we walked through for a moment, and we realized this building was built in the 50s. There was probably asbestos, so we all got out, and then we didn't see it again for five months.
0: So I think a lot of folks would throw in the towel at that point. Well, right. You know,
1: and actually, I should make a really good point here. The, one of the coolest things that I have to say about the company I work for is that I mean? This was right around the holidays, and we have a yeah. staff of 120 people. The owners paid everybody for this entire time that they were not working. Um, we had, all we asked is that they went and worked for charities and did good works in our name. So I, of course, came home with another cat. <laughs> 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 um, we went. We built houses with Habitat for Humanity. Like we picked different charities just to go help out and do, and that makes me happy to work for a company like that. That. And they're based in Colorado. You know, not only are they providing jobs for everybody, but they're from Colorado.
0: So then they decided this is worth fixing. Because, I mean, let's be honest, this neighborhood, you could say, all right, forget it. Let's just throw in the towel. This property's worth a gazillion dollars. Let's get out of the restaurant business. How does the cricket it just like hang on in a neighborhood that's changing so much? What is keeping you all rooted here? The people.
1: The people want to keep it here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, when, you know, I watched people come to the cricket and dine out in a blizzard. And that was <laughs> mind blowing to me. Amazing. You know, I mean, it, most of us, it was like, if they were willing to do that, then we needed to be willing to bring our A game to every single guest that made it in here. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're willing to sit outside and snow <laughs> to eat a burger, like not even take it <laughs> home, right? Like... I, that was just mind-blowing to me, how much they loved it, and that's what just made us say we need to rise to this level. Yeah.
0: Well, Heidi, thank you
1: so much. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, me. you so much. This was awesome. You, you guys want some food now? <laughs> I you do want to try that winning burger. Yes, you do. How do you want it cooked?
0: Uh, medium? Yes, that's what they recommend. Okay, I was like, whatever they recommend. Yeah,
1: fries, onion rings, tater tots.
0: Oh, onion rings, please. Yeah,
1: so we'll do that.
0: He's veggie.
1: Do you want to do one, um, I can do the Rienno Burger Vegetarian, the 303. I can do it on an impossible patty with veggie green chili. What? That's pretty
0: good. All right, I got you. Oh, thank you, Heidi. Thank you. That sounds awesome. I tried the Cricket's latest burger battle winner, the 983 Big Cheesy, a burger featuring mac and cheese, a fried poblano pepper for that kiss of heat, bacon jalapeno jam, and Cheetos because wow. And as usual, it was delicious. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Remember a few months back when Paul and I visited a backyard on the west side and met a team of national champion world chase tag players? Amos Rendau and Team Apex were training for the world championships in London, and I'm happy to report that they won. We checked in with Amos and he called it a big highlight of his life to have gone through thick and thin and pull this one out. He says he's retiring from coaching the team, but they're already training for the USA championships in October. Oh, and earlier this week, City Council unanimously voted to give owners of buildings more time in front of Council to push back on potential landmark designations. Recent fights over Tom's Diner, the Carmen Court Apartments, and the brutalist Channel 7 building on Spear have prompted deeper discussions over who holds the power to preserve or demolish a building in an ever changing city. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell the burger fan in your life about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. The 938 Big Cheesy, although named after our new area code that is not popular with people, (laughs) the burger itself is amazing.